I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognized real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. Recording. And we're rolling. So we got record going. I'm hyped to be here. Thanks for being here. Uh, if you guys have any questions, ask away. Anything. I'll talk about it, and, you know, open and honestly. And if it's lighthearted, let's do that. That's fun, too. Uh, also, I just want to say, if you're watching this or listening, please hit the share button. Every time you hit share, it helps a lot. It spreads the mission statement, which is skateboarding. We love skateboarding, so... Thank you so much for all the shares to everyone who's already hit the share button and already spread the word about the podcast and and the word about all I need, which is skateboarding. You guys already know because you're like-minded. So thank you so much. Sorry I moved my hands too much. I just realized. Um, But yeah, we're here. And I got a list of things we got to cover. What's up, Marcos? Good to have you back, man. That's on Facebook. This is a live feed on Facebook right now, but it's also going to go up on iTunes. And uh, yeah. If you guys go to iTunes for The Shetler Show and you rate us, subscribe, rate us, and leave a comment, that helps the show out tremendously. And then also if you share any of our episodes, which we've had some heavy ones, which I'm actually going to recap today. We're going to cover who's been on the show, and we've got a lot to talk about. So we're going to move forward. But thank you guys for everything, all the support. It's epic. Thank you. Uh, first, I want to talk about our trip to Maryland Am. We've been going to Maryland to Charm City Skate Park for the last three years. This was our third year, and uh, it was awesome. Our buddy Jason down there, he had a skate park right in the heart of Baltimore. When we were driving through Baltimore, it was pretty scary in certain areas. There's like some real hood. There's a couple cities out there like that scare me. Chicago had some hood. Obviously, New York. There's some around my area. Uh, I'm sure there's some everywhere, but there's certain ones that really scared me. Baltimore was like certain areas. It's beautiful, and then others, it was really, really, you could tell it was grimy. But that being said, I love Baltimore. There were so many skate spots, and no, nothing happened to us. We were safe. We drove through. We got out. We even skated around the city a bit. Everybody was super cool. It just looked dark, you know? Like, it just looked like there was grim and bleak and poverty, basically. Um, but it was sick, man. But this year, actually, they opened up a new spot in Rising Sun, Maryland. So we were driving down there, and I was like, I wonder what this park's going to be like and what the location is. And we got down there, and uh, it was beautiful. 
it was like on the border of Pennsylvania, and it's in Amish country, basically, and there's this brand new skate park that Jason and them built, a uh, great location, and uh, the contest was amazing. Basically, my homie Nick Barth, who does 9-5 apparel, he hit me up, or I hit him him up. I said, I'm going down to Baltimore. Do you want to team up doing all I need 9-5 uh, trip? And he was down. So we loaded up Ryan Adelman's van. What up, Ryan? Thanks for letting us use your van. That was cool. We were a little nervous about that, if it was going to make it, because it has a lot of miles, and I guess the sliding door is kind of fucked. But uh, the van had no problems. But we loaded up seven people in the van. It was Ryan Adelman, myself. Nick Barth, Miles Dupree, the young kid, 16 years old, which I was like, Nick, if you're bringing your team rider, you got to watch him, he's 16. Billy Drown, Sammy Skates was filming, and Kevin Clem. It was a solid crew. All those dudes are so epic. Um, but yeah, we got in the van, we loaded up early on Saturday, drove all the way down there, it took us six hours, of course we made a shitload of stops. Like, any road trips, we make tons of skate stops, or, like, stops, you know? We got down there, uh, shredded the park the first day, Saturday night. We filmed the edit, which I just posted on allineedskate.com. If you want to check out the first day on Saturday of us just warming up and practicing and checking out the park, that's up there. The park was really fun, super, uh, super smooth, low impact, which is always nice, because I'm getting up there, 33, and I didn't really want to just jump downstairs. So that was sick. A lot of good bumps and banks and quarter pipes. and uh, There's actually a bump to bar that was really epic. Uh, yeah, we got down there. We shredded. Everyone had a good time. Then we went to Cracker Barrel, which was sick, which seems to be our favorite spots, uh, spot to eat. Uh, and then after Cracker Barrel, we got a hotel, which we just found on the spur. I didn't even like book one ahead of time because I knew it was kind of like out there somewhere, and I knew that we could get a hotel. So we did. We got a hotel, reasonable price. Seven dudes in one hotel room, but we got, like, the suite, so it was kind of like two rooms, but everyone brought sleeping bags and just mobbed out, which was really cool. Um, Alright, before I continue, I'm going to take a question. Dennis Pick. What up, Dennis, on Facebook? Thanks for tuning in, man, and thanks for the question. What's your favorite best place to skateboard in? Ooh, there's so many, man. Well, locally, I'd say Boston, Providence, and New York. Those three cities, because I live an hour from Boston, which is a blessing. I live about a half an hour from Providence, which is epic. And then New York's only four hours, so you can literally go to New York and back in a day. Like, me and Westgate do that a lot and, and skate, which is really awesome. Uh, and then overseas, the UK is amazing. I love, I love skating there. I went there a few times. Westminster, London, those places are amazing. Canada is pretty sick. Toronto, Calgary, Montreal, all those, Canada is really sick, it's full of really epic people too, and amazing skateboarders, actually amazing skateboarders in the UK, all over the world to be honest, it's, skateboarding, it's the best time to be a skateboarder right now, it's ridiculous, I feel like skateboarding is in, it's like to be a skateboarder right now, you can literally skate any way you want, you can dress however you want, expression, it's so free right now, I love being a skateboarder in this moment, I feel like there's tons of ways to make cool stuff happen, and I don't know. I'm just thankful for skateboarding, I'm going to be honest. And all the skateboarders out there, you guys are the best. And uh, we're alive in the best time to be a skateboarder. We're kind of built, skateboarders are built to like inherit this earth and create cool things and start businesses and be successful. 
just everything you go through to be a skateboarder kind of trains you to be successful in life. The perseverance, the hard work, like problem solving, basically trying to solve tricks, you know, like you want to learn tricks and, you know, creating identity and uh, being artistic and having style and feeling. It makes your heart beat like sweating, like skating is the best. So you guys already know that all I need, um, but I could go forever. But yeah, so I also like uh, Australia is amazing. I went there back in the day with Zoo York, Adelaide, my brother's out there. So I'd love to go back there and see him. Sydney and Perth was amazing. So many good skateboarders and people in Australia were awesome. And I love their accents. They just sound cool. And there's a lot of crazy dangerous animals there, which uh, always stokes me out. I love reptiles and stuff like that. Uh, and also France. France was amazing too. Paris and Bordeaux and some some rad people out there and good skate spots. I hope I answered your question. <laughs> I don't even remember what it was. Um, okay, I'm going to answer some more questions in a second, but I'm going to go back to Charm City, Rising Sun, Maryland, Charm City Skate Park for the Maryland Am. So Saturday, we got the hotel, ate Cracker Barrel, which was dope. I love Cracker Barrel. If you remember from last episodes, me and Goonan ate Cracker Barrel three nights in a row at Tampa Pro. Okay, so we wake up early. I'm kind of the old guy on the trip at this point. This all I need 9-5 trip. Like, I'm 33 and I got everyone that's from 23 and under. And we even have a 16-year-old, which uh, I didn't want to be responsible for. And I'll tell you why later. Um, yeah, so we wake up on Sunday. Today's the day of the contest. We wake up, get breakfast, charge the skate park. Um, a weird thing about the park is, like, all three years, we showed up the day before, and nobody was skating the park. Like, no one's there practicing. It's so strange. I don't know why. Uh, and then the day of the event, there's, like, so many people. So many good skateboarders. It's like they wait till the day to just come and destroy. So we get there on Sunday, and there's so many good people there. The parking lot's full. Whereas yesterday, the day before, practice day, I thought it would be full, but no one was there. So Sunday was bumping. We get in there. Oh, you hear Elwood and Amber? We get in the park and uh, my dudes start destroying it. I wasn't skating on Sunday because I wasn't going to skate the event. So I was live streaming and filming and, and just trying to get the dudes food and water and whatnot. Um, and we get there and they get in there. They start shredding. Everyone's skating good. There's so many dudes killing it. Good vibes. Like sick park. Uh, tons of footage. We're actually going to leak our second edit uh, probably next week. But if you want to check out the edit, it's allineedskate.com. Uh, it was awesome. And then we leave. Actually, Charm City bought some boards, some All I Need decks too. So if you're in the Baltimore area, Charm City Skate Parks has two locations. One in Baltimore and one in Rising Sun. And if you want to try out our new Wartime Series decks, they cop some. So for both lo locations. Uh, if you never tried an All I Need deck, please do. Uh, it supports this podcast. It supports skateboarding. It's just real skateboarders doing real things. And uh, if you guys just give one a try... That'd be amazing and uh, support skateboarding in the movement. So, and to everyone out there that's tried already, you already know. So, thank you. You give us so much feedback. It's so sick. I'm um, sorry if this sounds like an ad, but I'm super hyped on everything we're doing and I want to keep it going and I feel like I got to talk about it. Uh, the dudes killed it. Some dudes made it to the finals, but no one made it to the top podium. Clem was killing it. Adelman, Billy Drown, even Sammy Skates was out there filming and skating. Uh, Miles killed it. Barth is in there killing it. 
Uh, I didn't skate though, I just kind of watched, because I knew I wasn't in the contest, and I just didn't want to get in the way of the dudes killing it, so I just live-feeded the whole time, which was rad. Um, then we left the park after the awesome day of skating, got Cracker Barrel for the second night in a row. Um, then we started driving home, six hours, long drive, and uh, the 16-year-old, Miles Dupree, what up, Miles? He was awesome. It was his first, like, trip. Maybe his first trip away from his family and stuff. Like, it was definitely his first skate trip. But he asked me to go pee, like, right as we're getting towards New York, the city, you know? And, like, when you get there, if you're driving, you literally can't get off an exit. You're going to be stuck in the city, and it's going to take you, like, a half an hour, 45 minutes just to get back on the road. So Miles asked me right then. He's like, I really got to pee. <laughs> and I'm like, you're going to have to wait about 45 minutes to an hour till we pass New York City, and then I can... Otherwise, I'm going to have to take an exit, pay a toll, and we're going to get, like, we're going to lose, like, almost an hour just trying to get in, let you pee. And plus, there's nowhere to pee in the city. You can't even, like, none of the businesses will let you. So, he had to hold it, and then he was, like, to the point where he's like, you know what, I got to fucking pee. And I was like, there's bottles, like, grab a bottle, do what you do, but just don't pee on Ryan's van. He lets us use the van to skate, so, uh... But of course, long story short, he fucking pissed all over the bottle, all over the van, and ended up pissing on all over his pants. And I felt bad, because like, I literally didn't want to make him do that, but I couldn't pull over. So we finally get through the city, he had to sit in his piss for like 20 minutes. 16 year old. Then we, uh, we pull over, we let him out, and uh, he cleans up, he had a change of clothes, which was smart move, Miles. I know you're a rookie, but that was a good move. And, uh, he changes his clothes, gets back in the van, we start driving, it's about, we're about half an hour away from where we stopped to let him out to pee and clean up, and uh, he realizes he left his fucking shoes at the spot where he, where he changed, he was like, where's my shoes, and we're like, I don't know, you're 16, figure it out, get your shit together, uh, yeah, so it was too late, we're already a half an hour away, he left his shoes, so Thank God I was telling Barth, Nick Barth, the whole time. I was like, look, you're in charge of the 16-year-old. You got to talk to his parents. You got to coordinate all this. I'm just driving. And uh, so Nick had to bring him back to his parents, basically covered in piss with no shoes. <laughs> Miles is the man. He's one of the funniest dudes. Shredded so hard. But just 16. God damn it. Um, sorry to blow up your spot, Miles, but that's too good of a story not to tell. All right, we're going to go to the questions. We're going to go to questions. Alright, Marcos is asking, I believe it's Marcos Rincon, Colin, and he's always on here. Thanks for watching and sharing, dude. It's so cool. Uh, when are you going to have a demo for All I Need? Um, well, actually, if go to my notes. We just did a, a mini ramp contest. It's not a demo, but we did a mini ramp grudge match at the Edge Indoor Skate Park last weekend. That was pretty li live. It's like two mini ramps, you got a small side, so you got a four foot side, and then it spines over to, I think it's six feet. So we did beginner and advance, and like, the heads came out. I knew, like, there's so many good transition skaters that live or come to the edge indoor skate park in Taunton Mass, so I knew that our All I Need grudge match, mini ramp grudge, grudge match, was going to be insane, and it did not let down. Like, so many good shredders, everyone killed it, it was live. And uh, we gave out some cash for the winner. Basically, all the entry fees, everyone kicked in five bucks. Everyone paid the entry fee to the park, and then everyone paid five dollars sent to the contest. And all those five dollars added up, and we gave over a hundred dollars to the winner of Advance. We gave out some new All I Need boards, the Wartime series, a bunch of T-shirts, trucks, Thunder trucks. Thanks for sponsoring that. That was so cool. 
Um, yeah, that event was wild. That was the last thing we did for All I Need. We are going to do some demos and stuff soon. If there's any shops out there that want to work on getting a demo going, let us know. But we have some stuff for Solstice Skate Shops in the work. Uh, that's New Bedford, Mass. Uh, we're trying to do a trip down south. We want to go visit Eastern Skate Supply, who who carries our boards. They're a distributor, and they carry our boards, so shops can get our boards through them. Super easy. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll have some demos coming, man. All right, thanks thanks for the question, Victor Naves. I don't know if I pronounced that. N A V E S. Victor, what's up, man? Do you prepare a new part? Um, well, the reason why I want to do that this trip. Down south is because I want to finish up our new video. We have a new video um, dropping later this year. We each got like over three minutes of footage, but we want to get those last few things, and I think another trip will really round it out. But uh, Billy Drown, Corey Goonan, Ryan Adelman, myself, um, this might be my last part. I'm going to be honest, like 100% honest with you guys right now. I don't want it to be, but just, I don't know. I, I, my body is just not the same as it used to be. My my footage right now, I'm super, super hyped on, and I feel like I'm skating better than I ever have. But really, that's for you guys to judge. But I got about three minutes of footage right now that I'm incredibly proud of. But, um, I don't know. I'm 33, and I'm just watching so many people skating, and there's so many good people shredding. And I just, like, want to... I don't know. I feel like it's more important to put the light on them and, like... I, I just want to keep skating, and this might be my last part. I don't even really know what I'm saying, and it kind of like makes me want to get teary-eyed thinking about it. But uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm going to give my all for this part. Um, I feel like my style's been getting better because I've been skating longer and longer, so I'm getting more comfortable on my board and can express myself better, so I'm starting to like open up and do more tricks. Um, I really hope this isn't my last part. We'll see what happens. But either way, I'm going to give it hell, and this is going to be one hell of a part for me. It might be a little different than my other parts, but it's all about progression. I just want to keep moving forward in any way, however I'm involved in skating. And I'm fortunate enough right now to have another part coming out, and uh, I'm blessed. So I'm going to give it all I can, and I'm excited for you guys to see Corey Goonan and Billy Drown. These are like their coming to parts. Like These guys have been killing it, and they're just like coming into their own... And Ryan Adelman, and there's going to be, it's going to be gnarly. It's, there's going to be good footage from everyone. Evan's going to be in there. Jacob Hammond, uh, Kevin Clem will have part, have footage. I don't know who's ha exactly having parts, but we're going to see. Let me uh, make sure we're still live. The Facebook kind of messed up on us right here. But yeah, so the new All I Need video is going to drop later this year. We don't have a title yet. I got a few ideas. I got to kind of figure it out with the... Uh, Everyone out there. With everyone on the team, basically. Um, if you're watching this, please hit the share button. That's all I really ask. If you just spread the word about All I Need or The Shetler Show, it helps everything grow. And then I can keep these awesome shows coming to you with the awesome guests, uh, which I'm going to get to. Our last, like, five guests have been fucking crazy. I'm so hyped they're on. So, yeah, please hit the share button. On Facebook, and if you're listening on iTunes, if you could just share an episode or spread the word about All I Need in any way, maybe tag your local shop uh, and let them know about All I Need. Anything you can do to help spread it. The more, the more successful we are, the more that money goes right back into skateboarding. And by that I mean like putting art on skateboarding, on skateboards, apparel, skateboarding apparel, 
uh, sponsoring, people doing trips, more travel, more video, videographers, like everything, more personalities, like I want to do stuff and make web content, and we're working on animation, so working with animators, seriously, the skate world is amazing, and, and all I need is just skateboarding, so... And I know you guys feel the same. So if you can share and help in any way, that'd be amazing. Let's go back to the questions. Holly B, what up? Uh, I don't know where the the questions went, to be honest. Holly B just says, is that it? I don't know what you mean, Holly. But, yeah, that's it. <laughs> there was a bunch more questions, but they seem to disappear. I'll look on this feed real quick. Stay, stay with us, guys. 10 comments so far. Okay, next question. Eric Seidel. S-I-D-D-A-L. Um, have you been to the Swansea DIY spot? I have not been, but hopefully it's probably pretty cool. I'll check it out, though. Swansea's not far from me, so let's make sure uh, we're in focus. I'm going to go ahead. We're going to move forward. i got more stuff to talk about. Some more questions popping up. Let's make sure I'm in focus. How's the audio? Alright. One more question from Facebook. For right now. But if you guys keep asking questions, I'll answer them. How can I get sponsors, bruh? Rashid Reyes. What's up, man? That's a... That's a legit question, man. Coming up, like... I don't know. I kind of was, like, on my own as a little kid and... Trying to figure out life and figure out where I was going to live and how I was going to graduate school and even to the point where, like, how I was going to get food, you know? But skating was always, like, a need in my life. Like, it was counseling, it was therapy, it was my love, and I just felt like I was going to go crazy if I couldn't skate and express myself and learn new tricks and meet people. And, like, so I really hung on to skateboarding. And I filmed tons of video parts. First, I met Solstice Skate Shop. JV, what's up? Grandison Tabor, Craig Piva, Martin, Martin Johnson, and there's so many dudes out there. Like, I met these guys from Solstice Skate Shop, and I just was like, this shop is so sick, and these guys love skating like me, so I'm just gonna hang out with these dudes and annoy the fuck out of them, which I show, I'm sure I did, you know? But they were so cool to me, and they let me be part of their video, and they actually, their reps from the skate shop, like the brands they work with, the reps, they hooked me up with them and got me sponsored to them so I'd start getting some free clothes or free board here and there. And that helped because th that stuff costs money. You know what I mean? And when, in my situation, I didn't have any money. And I couldn't even, I was just trying to get my emotions in check and get my mind right. I couldn't even really do good in school. I had a lot of issues and stuff that was out of my control. I couldn't control it. So, I don't know. I felt really scared as a little kid about my, my future, about the outcome of my life, and my day-to-day -day thoughts. Like, I was just really depressed. And, uh, yeah, skateboarding just helped me with that in the community. And, I don't know, I just did everything I could do to try to get sponsored. They, my Solstice was like, make some sponsor me tapes. So I would link up with a filmer. Like, sometimes there'd be a filmer, sometimes there wouldn't be. And, uh, I just did whatever I could. I, like, found people that were passionate about filming, and and I would film these two-minute video parts, and I'd ask the shop to give it to their reps, you know, like, the rep from Deluxe, which was actually one of my first sponsors, Spitfire and Thunder, and, uh, 
they checked out the footage and I just kept making new tapes. Like I just kept filming and filming and filming because it was fun, not to get sponsored, but because it was fun. I was like putting two minutes of like lines and tricks together. And I was like picking these songs, which I'm sure the sponsors hated. I skated to an Eminem song from eight mile. I skated to DMX. I was an angry little kid. So, um, Jay Z reasonable doubt. Um, but just putting music and then like getting the clips with the filmers and whoever was filming and everyone's working on a project together. And I just kept making sponsor me tapes and giving them to the Jay at Solstice and he kept sending them to the, the brands and the reps and they saw me progressing, I guess, and the packages slowly got bigger and bigger. And then I just started traveling. I saved money, I worked weird jobs like dishwashing and, my friend's family, Ryan Tool and Eric Tool, their mom, Joanne, they like let me stay with them, which was amazing. I graduated high school and uh, then it was just off off to traveling, meeting people, going to contests, linking up with photographers because shooting photos was huge back then because you could get checkouts in every magazine and interviews. And I had a story, you know, like my life, I had like a background story that I was trying to talk about. I needed to. I needed to like get everything that was going on in my life off my chest. So I would talk about it in interviews and, and you know, some of my family members got mad at me and I'm sorry about that, but I don't know, it's like my therapy is I have to get it out there and talk about it. We all have stories, you know. And it's it's healthy to talk about it and share. Half the reason I do this podcast is so I can talk and share with you guys and then the other half is there's so many amazing skateboarders with amazing stories, so um, but yeah, that's how I got sponsored, you know, just hustling. And I'm, I wasn't naturally talented by any means. There's always been people better than me that you could see like things, it looked like things came easier to them, like sponsors just wanted them. I was never that. I always had to pursue it. No one came to me. I think because I was just had anger issues and I didn't know how to, I was socially inept. I didn't know how to talk to people. Um, I felt inadequate. I felt, I felt like, like I wasn't good enough and I felt like I didn't I just felt like I was from the hood which I was I felt like I was literally not worthy because shit life shits on you sometimes and it's out of your control but now I know that it's just you know you got to grow through that stuff keep at it so if you really want something in your life or if you more important if you need something in your life you'll find a way to keep it in your life like for me skateboarding is a need it's much more than a want so I just, I just knew that was, I need it like water. I need it like, even if I can't be the pro or I can, I want to build skateboard companies. I want to like, however I contribute to skate, however I can contribute to skateboarding, I'm going to do that. Cause I love watching my team kill it. I love watching everyone at the edge kill it. I love seeing all these videos pop up all over the place and different crews and team managers and filmers and artists and animators. I love all that stuff. And they're all passionate people that skate and like, want to be involved with skating we need a skate world we need to like we can't just be separate we got to work together we got to all do this we all got to create awesome skateboarding content and and lifestyles and promote it and make it our business we can't just like do it as a hobby it's got to be our lives too i mean you can do it as a hobby but those that really want to make it a business let's do it let's, what's don't what's stopping you just you know if you're working a job and you don't really like that job Take some of that money invested in skateboarding, however, and it'll grow if you care about it and you need it enough. I guess that helps with trying to get sponsored. Work hard, get a job, save some of that money, put it into your needs. Traveling, skateboarding, whatever, however you can. Good things come from that. Nothing can stop us but ourselves. That's all I'm saying.
Like the only thing in my way is myself. If I if any if 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 I fail, it's because I gave up, which will never happen. So it's the same for all of us. Just find what you really need in your heart, you know, and then pursue those things. All right, let's look at Facebook again real quick. Um, it's on Ledge Road next to Case. Hit it up. All right, Eric. Thank you. He's talking about the skate park. Um, Rashid, can you help me out, bruh? Rashid, I'm gonna be 100% honest with you, man. If you're asking for sponsorship over Facebook, it's the wrong way to go about it. I just talked for like a half an hour right there. I don't even know you. You don't know you. Maybe you know me. I've never even seen footage. And even at that, like, you still need to build up your name and you need to do everything that I did. You need to meet people and travel and make video parts and get magazines and just get in the mix. Go to where skateboarding's popping off. And if it's not popping off near you, create events. Help the skate shops grow. Like, this shit is not easy. I, I don't know what people think, but with all I need in the Shetler Show and the New England Am, like, I'm breaking even. I'm actually putting my own money into it. You know? All the boards are selling, which I'm so blessed. Thank you so much. You make such little margin on that. You could ask even Baker. Like, Andrew Reynolds talks about that. The apparel selling. Thank you for that. If you want to get some of the All I Need apparel, you can go to allineedskate.com. Uh, I'll go into all that later. But all that stuff, everyone out there that supports it, thank you. But it's a hustle. I'm not kidding. I believe inches will add up and it'll grow. And uh, But it's not easy, man. Ask anyone who's dedicated their lives to a skateboard, to creating a skateboard brand and trying to maintain it. Like If you look back in magazines and stuff, you can see people on the side of the road that they just started a career and they might have had everything and then it dropped off. It's so ebb and flow, you know? So... No, I can't really help you out. I mean, I can help you out with advice. That's about it, man. Until you get... You got to do all the work on your own or with help. But you got to do all the, the groundwork. You got to build up a foundation. Get people to know who you are and make your mark. And that's through creating art with skateboarding. You know? And meeting people and traveling. So, that's that's how you can do it. Alright. Moving forward. Moving forward. Sorry for preaching. I do that a lot. I get that a lot. I got to mow my damn lawn today. I gotta go visit my mom. What's up, mom? I don't know if you're listening. I know you want me to come hang out. I'm trying to find time. We're almost there. So yeah, we covered the Maryland M and Rising Sun. That was really sick. Saw awesome All I Need trip. Uh, oh, I got something to talk about as well. We talked about the grudge match, the All I Need mini rent grudge match. I want to talk about the New England M. That's coming up. We're going to be on our third year with the New England M. It's going to be November 5th and 6th. At the Edge Indoor Skate Park. The last two years have been insane. Our judges were Brandon Westgate, Donnie Barley, Dave Pachinski, Nick Don Pierre. It was so intense. So many people showed up. Over 25 skate shops came, brought three riders each. They battled it out in the shop contest. Um, the park has everything you could ever want. Like the first year, a, a ledge, basically a bunch of ledge skaters won. And then the second year, all these gnarly transition dudes won. So it like, doesn't even matter what style of skating you have. The, the edge has everything. And if you just kill it, you kill it. That's all it is. So this year is going to be November 5th and 6th at the Edge Indoor Skate Park. Go ahead and follow at New England M on Instagram. I will update you as things progress and keep, keep you guys in the loop. But November 5th and 6th is going to be live. I got a lot of cool stuff planned. The heads are going to come out again. We're going to have a shitload of skateboarders make it amazing. Two-day event. All right, so that's covered. 
cover this. Uh, I wanted to ask you guys to share this episode or share any episode. I already covered that. Thank you. Thank you guys to tag and everything and all the positive feedback. And you guys just kill it. Seriously, the show couldn't happen without the listeners. So thank you. Um, let me just check. Uh... Oh, he was answering Michael. That's the Facebook. Alright, new All I Need video, we talked about that, that's coming later this year, we got footage, we just gotta finish it up, Timmy Knuth, I didn't even mention Timmy, Timmy's out in Cali, so sometimes, like, I forget, you know, and then he rings in, and I'm like, oh yeah, Timmy, you fucking killing it, Timmy's gonna have a gnarly part, I've been seeing his footage, and, uh, Timmy's a one of a kind, so he'll be in the All I Need video as well, and people are hyped on the new boards, man, Timmy, I miss you, man, alright, so that's covered, might be my last part. Don't get me teary-eyed again. Oh, shit. Something just fell down. Alright, we're alright, though. Um, oh, yeah. I wanted to talk about the All I Need web store. I'm actually going to pull that up real quick. Just so I can uh, do it justice. Uh, and I got a lot more, actually, to talk about. So... I got some controversy I want to talk about as well in skateboarding. There's a little controversy going on, as always. Uh, unfortunately, I don't know how to type. So, Alright, so if your shop doesn't carry all I need, the raddest way to support this show and to cop some all I need stuff is to go to allineedskate.bigcartel.com. Or you can just go to allineedskate.com, click on the store link at the top of the page, and we have tons of apparel. I make the apparel right down the road in our warehouse where I work. And we have access to, like, the best materials, the best quality stuff. Like, a lot of my work, we print out a lot of MIT, Harvard, a lot of collegiate colleges stuff, and, uh, you know... Like the Red Sox and Patriots. We do all that apparel. So I have access to all that epic stuff. I have We have over 24 embroidery machines. We have five different screen printing machines. We have everything you could possibly do to make the most epic apparel. So we got windbreakers on the website. It's a pack and go. It, the windbreaker actually folds up into a little like satchel. So you can just take it on the go. And it's embroidered right on the chest with the let... Um, with the A logo, which I think I have right here. I'll show you guys real quick. So this is like embroidered right on to the windbreaker. And we also have zip full zip-up hoodies. Like I said, the best quality. Some of the, the best garments you can find. We got new t-shirts up there. We got the acronym T. We got the word logo. We got all I need. We got hats. I'm rocking the gump hat. All I need. If you know what you need in your life, this is simple. Simple and clean. We also have some uh, snapbacks uh, on the web store. We have a black-on-black -black version of that that I'm super excited on. We got beanies. Uh, the Grandison beanies fire. That's all I can really say. And we also have toddler tees and onesies. So if you know someone out there that, that loves their child and they, they're just bringing one into the world and all they need is their kid, hook them up, man. And we got sticker packs on there for sale as well. And the decks are on there if your shop doesn't carry any. Um, but I would check your local skate shop first, support them, and if they don't have it, then drop the word and then cop one on allineedskate.com. And if you try one, please tag us and let us know that you tried it and what you thought of it, and that shit makes me so hyped. So, thank you guys. So, yeah, I covered the web store. Let me cross that off. 
I want to give a shout out to the Ride Channel as well. Thank you for always sharing the podcast. Like when I drop a new podcast, they're on it. Their titles are a little misleading. They kind of have clickbait titles, but they help they help share the episode, which is pretty rad. So thank you, thank you uh, for hooking that up. Um, okay, let's see. How long have we been recording for? Uh, it's like thirty four minutes. Not too bad. I was kind of worried, wondering about that. Uh, we're working on. What are we working on? Oh, I wanted to recap the episodes. That's something I didn't do yet. Uh, last episode, Carrie Getz. Man, that was insane. I don't know. Like, I'm such a fan of Carrie Getz now after that last episode. Him taking in multiple kids. He has four kids now. He took in two kids. He adopted them. They were in a bad situation. And he took them in, you know? Uh He's been contributing to skate culture for years and years and years. You can just click any interview or video part to see how much he's contributed. Opened up Nocturnal Skate Shop. That was pretty live. He's won the Hex Games and he won Tampa Pro. And just like having him on the show, like, because I was a fan of Kerry and his skating and like the interviews he did. But, you know, all the interviews out there, they're like 20 minutes long tops. You know, mine's like, when I have someone on the podcast, we talk for like over an hour. You really get to know someone and see their characteristics and how they think and it's like a lot more um intimate and in depth so having him sit down with him for an hour i was a little nervous but he's just like one of the raddest dudes and very authentic very open and just such a rad character there's so many skaters like that same with same with the episode before that tony da silva just a dude who dedicated his life to skateboarding ended up riding for a foundation having video parts in that i don't think he ever turned pro but uh, he definitely was in some gnarly videos. And then now he works for America as a marketing manager. And he, like, pursued it. He moved out to Cali. He talked to Don Brown and, like, was just like, hey, I really want to be involved in skating. He even went to school to t- try to get his skills up so he could get back in skating. Um, so that's a really rad story. Please check out that those episodes. Carrie Getz and Tony Da Silva. Also, before that was Carl Watson. Man, Carl was so cool. I told him I was interested in psychedelics, and he told me to try mushrooms, which I haven't yet. But uh, I, if, it, if the opportunity arises, I'm not going to front. I like to smoke a little weed. I have a certificate, just so you know. <laughs> Don't go freaking out. All right, my homie. Yeah, he said, get Westgate on all I need. Keith McCollin. What's up, man? That's a good idea. I agree. <laughs> Westgate's the man. He's family. So He's actually one of the episodes I was going to recap. He's having a baby. That, which strips me out because I've known Westgate since he was a baby. When I first met Westgate, he was like my knee height. He was like 15 or something. He's so little. The board was bigger than him, which tripped me out. Uh, but he's family. And... uh if you want to listen to that episode, we talk all about his cranberry business, the Westgate Cranberries. It's so cool how passionate it is, passionate it, he is about it, and it's cool that he's like one of the best skateboarders on the planet, and he has this like full other thing he does that has nothing to do with skateboarding. Um, you can check his stuff out at westgatecranberries.com, westgatecranberries.com, and he sells uh, these wooden baskets that he, or well, actually I have it right here. I'll show you. Oh, yeah. So, like, here's the top. 
pretty official. He mills all this wood. He has all the stuff at his house. And he cuts these in front. His basement is like a huge workshop that he built from scratch. Check it out. Westgate Cranberries and Carver Mass. And he builds these from scratches. And he sells them on his website along with like a t-shirt and I think a zip-up hoodie. And he, I believe you can buy dried cranberries as well. But just having this box is so sick. This is what, when you watch the live feed, I post my camera up on this thing. Uh, and I helped design this logo, which I'm pretty hyped on. To be a part of what Westgate's doing, it's pretty rad. With everything, westgatecranberries.com. Uh, okay. So, the recap of those episodes. Carrie Getz, Tony DeSilva, Carol Watson, and Brandon Westgate. Those guys are awesome. Go back and check out those web episodes. Uh, oh, I want to talk about World Footwear. Some of you might know I'm the brand manager for World and also Pro Skater. I have a pro shoe coming out later this year. We designed it from scratch. I don't really have one right here. I have some samples, but they're in the other room, I believe. Uh, but yeah, that shoe's coming later this year. I'm excited. We designed it from scratch. I love the way it skates. It's durable, holds up, and it's like a true skate shoe. And it's a chiller too. It looks nice, you know. You could walk, you could rock it wherever you're going. You're going to the mall. You're going where are you going? You're going out. Nice family dinner. You, it's classy looking, is what I'm saying. And it skates really well. And I'm excited. So I'll keep you guys in the loop on my world shoe, the Shetler Reflex. It's got a good mix of style and technology, and it's gonna hold up. And compared to anything, I actually went out. Funny story. I went out, and I've only skated skate shoes. Like since I started skating, I've only bought skate brand shoes just because i idolized all the dudes on the team and the video and like the tours would come through with the demos and i just always wanted to rock the shoes you know like all these sick brands that were skater owned skater run doing it the way i loved it and then recently when i knew i was going to get a pro shoe for world industries which world is a skate brand world's been around for 27 years and they've invested their money into creating skate culture you can look in they've supported artists and pro skateboarders videographers like they put their money into skating and that's how they became world industries uh they've been bought and sold since but they still invest in skateboarding they 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 sponsor me and i'm the brand manager and they keep the skate heart in there and uh so good things coming from that but with all that being said i've only skated skate shoes and when i knew i was getting a pro shoe for world again i was like all right well i want to try one of these non-skate brands like a corporate skate brand just so I can compare it to, like, a skate shoe, to something we designed from scratch, you know? I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, the Shetler Reflex is the best shoe out there if I've never even ridden some of the other shit. So I went and I copped some non-skate, like, sports brands like Adidas, Nike. I went and bought. I spent my money on it at a skate shop, and I've been skating those shoes, and they're all right. They're good. I know everyone's, like, trying to be like, oh, they've been around, they're bazillion dollars, so they have the best material. But there's price points on everything. So, like, it's all bullshit. Uh, my shoes is good, if not better than those. I think. So, not to take anything away from them, because my shoe's nice, and their shoes are good as well. But, I'm just saying. Skater-owned or non-skater-owned, if skaters are involved, it's awesome. And, I don't know. I, I just think my shoe can compete with anything out there, and I'm excited to share it with you. But this kind of leads me to the controversy side of things that I wanted to talk about. About uh, a shop. There's been a few shops that I know that have been kind of... A f back in the day, they were like Nike pulled out all their 
um, business with small skate shops that helped build them up and make their make them have mass appeal in skateboarding. And I've seen I was like lurking online and uh, don't do it foundation. I was looking at their Instagram and they posted this thing from Adidas. And I got nothing against Adidas. I actually was just skating some Adidas and they skated all right. They were like good. They didn't hold up any better than any skate shoe out there. If I'm being a hundred percent honest, I've had some skate shoes that outlasted that shit, and these were Adidas skate shoes. They were good. Don't get me wrong, but they weren't like anything special. Just a brand is what I'm saying. Um, but I saw this on the Don't Do It Foundation, and this isn't an attack on Adidas. Like I said, I don't. I just think it's all business across the platform. Like we all compete in business, footwear business. That's it. What it is. And, uh, but I saw this and I was like, fuck, because I knew this affects shops I cared about. Skate shops, core shops, people that, like, live and breathe skateboarding that go 9 to 5 to a skate shop, create events, stock the boards with brands that skaters are building and creating. Like, core skate brands are affected by this shit. And I was reading it, it was a newsletter, or not a newsletter, it was a company memo <laughs> printed out by Adidas. And it was like, Dear Accounts, which I look at, Dear Small Core Skate Brands. Uh, Adidas has made the strategic decision to take a more disciplined approach to the distribution of our action sports product. The fuck does that mean? And like, keep in mind, I'm just saying from a skater to a skate shop, small business, this is the language. Which includes limiting distribution of Adidas product both online and at brick and mortar stores. Alright, so they want to limit their distribution of their shoes. They want to limit who can get their shoes, basically. Adidas has implemented this strategy to ensure that our product is not over-distributed and that we focus our own resources on the channels and retailers that best position the Adidas brand in action sports. Okay. They're sending this out to skate shops, and they're using the word action sports. Is skateboarding in action sports? I don't know, I think I just described earlier about how skateboarding is a lifestyle and it's our heartbeat and it's our way to be creative and expressive and be part of the skate world and it's therapy, it's it's salvation, like, whew, I'm just saying. Um, so basically they're saying that, you know, let's move forward. As part of a, this business strategy, Adidas expects each skate account to maintain a minimum purchase amount of 10000 of Adidas products each calendar year. So you have to spend, you have to buy $10,000 worth of Adidas, the skate shops do, in a year and sell that. Which, if you know a core small skate shop and you know how it's a small business and struggling, to invest $10,000 into one brand and hope you can sell it is really gnarly. I know this because I talk to skate shop owners and the small skate shops. I'm not saying like if you have two, three locations and you're in this crazy prime spot and you've been around for X amount, awesome. Do it. Go right ahead. But like if you're a small core skate shop just coming up, like you can't even get an Adidas account or Nike. I don't even want to be a devil to Adidas, but I'm saying all these big shoe brands. And I get that they're trying to make money and be in business and but I'm confused. So, like, say my local shop shop buys seven thousand worth of Adidas stuff in a year and sells through it and gives and pays their bill. Now they can't carry Adidas. They're not allowed to. It's crazy. I'll keep reading, just so you know. The requirement will become effective January first. In order to maintain your status in the Adidas account, you are expected to place orders for a total of ten thousand of Adidas product to be delivered in calendar year two thousand seventeen. If you do not, we will review your account and determine its future status. Dum, dum, dum. 
I don't know. If I bought seven thousand uh, dollars worth of Adidas stuff or Nike or, or Puma or whatever fucking brand it is, even if it was S or let's just keep going with America World. If I spent, if I was a skate shop owner and I had bought seven thousand dollars and I sold seven thousand dollars of your product and paid you, paid my bill. And then now you're telling me that my $7,000 isn't good enough and I have to do $10,000 in business or you're going to cut us off? The crazy part is skate brands, I understand. Skate brands are organic and they grow in skateboarding. But these sports brands, they made their money elsewhere and now they're trying to get mass appeal in skateboarding. So they reach out to all these core shops, these small shops, and they're like, yeah, we'll do business with you to a point. So we don't need you anymore and then we just we feel we have mass appeal. And now... And I understand that's business, and I'm, you know, who the fuck am I to say what's right or wrong and blah, blah, blah. But I'm just letting you guys know that that affects a lot of shops around me, and it kind of bums me out. Because $7,000 from a core skate shop is good money. Especially if you're investing in skate culture and you love, you see the value of what these small shops do for skateboarding and for the community around them, then that money's fucking gold to me. So, I don't know. That's all I gotta say. Okay? And the comments are amazing, but people are like, you know, there's a lot of anger and a lot of shit going on with this whole controversy, and I don't know what's right or wrong. I'm just telling you from my heart, and not to bash any of the brands that I mentioned. Like, if you're into them, you're into them. Do what you gotta do. I'm just saying what it is. Hold on, sorry. All right, that's done. Uh, I'm gonna go back to the question. Henrique, what up, man? Leave more comments. Alright, so that's covered. We talked about that controversy. Take it for what it is. Um, I'm going to go because it's so beautiful out and I got things to do. And this has been too much fun. I can sit here forever. But I just want to leave you guys with like, please give me some feedback. If you want to check out my personal account, at Anthony Shetler, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you have any questions or you have any thoughts regarding this episode or any episode, please interact and leave some comments and i'll try to get back to all you guys because i want to hear everyone's opinion about all this stuff you know like there's a lot of different people out there and as a collective if we put our minds together great minds think alike and we'll, we'll kind of hear what everyone thinks and we can kind of have a collective of like opinions you know um and then if you want to follow all i need skate so on instagram it's all i need skate on facebook it's all i need skateboarding and Twitter is All I Need Skate. And you can check out allineedskate.com. And like I said, if you see one of our boards at a skate shop and you've never tried one, all we ask is that you give one a try, give us some feedback. That'd be amazing. You guys make this show, and all of us together are skateboarding. So I love to hear from you guys. Thank you for everything, and uh, till next time.